0: Good morning everyone and welcome to Stocks and Coffee. I'm Travis, your Stock Geek. Today is Tuesday, July 19th, 2022. The markets have started the day off on a positive note here with the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 index rallying about 2% this morning. We saw that stocks were also positive in the morning yesterday and then they proceeded to sell off throughout the day and ended the day down about 1%. So we'll see if today's outcome is a little bit different That sell-off yesterday was largely attributed to news that came out of Apple, suggesting the company would be slowing its hiring plans going into 2023, given a more cautious stance on the macro environment. We've seen some similar announcements out of other big companies like Google, so that is concerning to the market, which is focused on recession risks and worrying, of course, about what unemployment will look like if all companies across all industries start to slow their hiring plans. Looking in on the markets this morning, we've got some early gainers like Farfetch, NCR, which is the subject of buyout rumors. Some of the stocks in the auto sector appear to be doing pretty well overall. On the loser side, we've got Squarespace down on news that Shopify is having a closer partnership with YouTube. YouTube will be allowing creators to better integrate their Shopify stores into their YouTube channels. So that's hitting Squarespace on the negative side and helping Shopify a little bit. We also see Asana with a downgrade from RBC, so that stock's under pressure today. RBC saying that it's worried about the cash burn at Asana and competition for Asana, even though the company's been growing its top line pretty rapidly. So both Asana and Monday.com are down to new lows, new 52-week lows. IBM's also a little bit weak today. They had earnings yesterday. They actually beat earnings estimates slightly. Revenue was up 9% year over year or about 16% excluding currency impacts. Although IBM did give some weak guidance when it came to Q3 cash flows and 2022 cash flows overall were slightly below the expectation. So IBM a little bit weak there. Skechers was initially down this morning uh, with a short report out from Spruce Point Hedge Fund, but the stock has recovered, so apparently that report isn't concerning shareholders too much now. Of course, we have the big Twitter and Elon Musk first hearing in the Delaware courts today. That's going to bring lots of headlines and drama, I'm sure. We'll know more about what that trial will look like going forward after today's court hearing. GM unveiled their all-electric Chevy Blazer, which they say will be uh, pro- uh, start producing in mid-2023, so more EV models being brought forward by the traditional auto manufacturers. On the corporate earnings side this morning, we had a few earnings reports worth noting. Ally Bank, which is one of the larger online lenders in the U.S., as well as one of the largest auto loan providers in the U.S., saw its adjusted earnings per share down about 24% year-over-year. And that slipped both year-over-year year and quarter-over-quarter quarter, driven by higher credit provisions for potential future losses. Now, I will say the when you look at the auto loan loss rates here, the net charge-offs are still pretty low, less than a half of 1% overall. And it's actually below the same level pre-pandemic in 2019. However, we do see a kind of an alarming trend in retail auto delinquencies here. So auto delinquencies have gone from less than 2% a couple quarters ago to now above 2.5%. Now, they were 2.9% in the second quarter of 2019. Again, comparing to pre-pandemic, it still doesn't look too bad. But the overall trend is maybe a little bit worrisome here, given that the 30-day delinquency rate on auto loans was up about 50 basis points quarter over quarter. So I think that's what the market is concerned about here with Ally. The stock was initially down... I think 4 or 5% this morning it has rallied a little bit so it's only down about 1 or 2% today but you know the market is very worried about what's happening in the consumer loan front and specifically with auto loans. However, you know even though these numbers the trend is kind of going in the wrong direction they're still from an overall perspective not at a too alarming of a level but Ally was taking a little bit of a hit also Carvana which is one of the larger providers of these auto loan originations to Ally is down about 2% today. And it's been a stock that's been heavily under pressure. There's a big bull bear debate on Carvana, whether or not the company will stay out of a restructuring or bankruptcy in the next couple of years, whether it can get to profitability, and whether it has the liquidity to survive. And if it does survive, a lot of people believe that you know the market cap could increase a lot from the current levels, given that it is one of the leaders in the online auto retail space. I don't have a strong opinion, but I will note, you know, Carvana bonds do trade, many of which uh, tr- of those bonds do trade at 50-60 cents on the dollar. Now the yields to maturity on those are still between about 15-20%, so they're not in extreme distress territory, but they do suggest at least some concern in the fixed income market as well about the overall long-term health of Carvana. So worth noting that. Uh, if you want to hear more, of course, about the bear-bull debate, I think there was a great podcast, the Value Hive podcast by Brandon Baylo, where he had bulls and bears come debate uh, the future of Carvana, which was pretty interesting. I don't know that they fully resolved it, but it's worth hearing both sides, I think, if you're interested in that stock. Other earnings reports this morning, Halliburton reported revenue up 37%. That was, I believe, more than double what they had reported in the prior quarter in terms of a year-over-year increase. So they're still seeing you know, very, very robust activity on the oil and gas services side. We had J and J reporting revenue up three percent. That was actually plus eight percent year over year, excluding currency impacts. You know, these currency impacts for multinational companies are pretty heavy right now with the strong dollar. So we do see a lot of these companies reporting revenue growth that isn't as robust as it would be if the dollar had remained flat over the past few months. But J and J's. Earnings per share were down about 23% year over year. However, if you adjust those for some one-time charges, I think adjusted earnings per share were actually up 4% year over year, and they did maintain their adjusted earnings guidance for the year. So J and J's numbers looked okay. You know, not super super exciting, but they looked fine. Um, and then Lockheed Martin, on the flip side, they reported revenue down 9% year over year, which is a little bit below expectations, and they actually did cut their annual sales guidance from about 66 billion to 65 billion and they cut their adjusted EPS estimates for the year down to about $21 or $22, down from $26 to $27, although they kept their free cash flow guidance the same. So a little bit of weakness there at Lockheed. Uh, The stock was down a little bit initially this morning, and checking in on it now, it's actually about flat on the day, so it has recovered a little bit. Uh, On the macro data side, we saw that the U.S. housing starts and U.S. building permits data came out. Those once again declined month over month the housing starts data in particular was, you know, pretty weak. I would say the building permits number not quite as bad, but still yeah, the housing starts weakening, so obviously the housing market has had an impact from rising rates and we do see builders starting to pull back on their activity overall. That's probably a good thing. You don't want to have too much supply still hitting the market as demand pulls back, uh, but nonetheless that will, you know, give housing bears more fuel for their their bearish fires. <laughs> After the market closes today, we'll get big earnings reports from Netflix, J.B. Hunt, Interactive Brokers, and a few others. So Netflix is going to be the real focus here. You know, that stock is down significantly over the past year, and it was down significantly, I believe, over 30% on its last earnings report. It had gapped down year-to-date now. The stock is actually down about almost 70%. It's down about 67%. And the concern is subscriber losses, churn rates and you know just overall economic profile for Netflix going forward given the heavy competition and heavy spending on content Netflix of course has been working on moving towards an ad supported streaming tier which would mean that they can charge some customers less but do advertising to monetize those customers they have also talked about testing potential to unlock the password sharing revenue so trying to charge a few bucks for some of those people that actually share their password with a bunch of folks. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I think the market's going to be really focused after hours on this earnings report to see what did subscriber losses look like quarter over quarter. We do see Netflix typically have a, a weak seasonal quarter here in Q2. So it, it's not the end of the world. It doesn't mean Netflix is never going to grow subscribers again. But I think in the short run, the market is going to see you know how severe is the slowdown in streaming subscribers. And I believe they had guided to a loss of subscribers of as much as 2 million quarter over quarter. Now, some estimates I've seen as low as 1 million, some I've seen higher than 2 million. So it's going to be interesting to see what the subscriber loss looks like and just overall economics. What does Netflix report in terms of cash flows, earnings, et cetera? So that's going to be an interesting one to watch after the market closes. Other earnings reports coming out tomorrow morning include ASML out of the semiconductor sector, Abbott Labs, NASDAQ, Lithium Motors, and of course, I'll be diving into the Netflix numbers once we have them tomorrow morning. In fact, I'd like to do a deeper dive on Netflix on this podcast at some point, so look forward to that. And I will be doing more deep dives once we get through more of the heart of this earnings season and the deluge of data does start to slow down a bit. (laughs) So get excited for that. But for now, we'll go ahead and wrap up today. I hope you have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, evening. Take care. Cheers.